I yelled again. Finally, I hit something essential because with a combination roar and wheeze, the bear fell forward and hit the ground. The impact tossed me over its shoulders into the leaves beside its victim. I lay there and waited for my lungs to refill. The bear did not move, which was good, because I was out of juice. At last I could breathe and got to my knees. Dude, you need to... The man I'd failed to save was still alive, his eyes wide and staring, but the bubble of blood between his lips told me he wasn't good for long. I said, don't move, you're really hurt. He rolled himself over onto his ragged back. I winced at how much of his insides fell out through the wide gaps as he did so. I wasn't squeamish. I'd gutted my share of people, but there was something grotesque about it, and it made my stomach knot. Faster than I would have thought possible in his condition, he grabbed my tunic and slapped the edge of a dagger against my neck. Take her, he said. I looked down at the bundle now resting on his chest. The bundle that he'd given his liver and big loops of his intestines to protect. A bundle that was moving. A tiny pink fist emerged. A baby. From inside the bundle came an annoyed, wailing cry. The man's eyes met mine as he finished. Somewhere safe. I knew I should at least pick up the child from his bloody chest, but I hesitated. Man-killing bears were one thing, but a baby was something far outside my experience. I had no brothers or sisters, and my friends back in Arentia were all about my own age. If they had infant siblings, we never had to deal with them. Um, look, pal, I started. Take her, he said, half-spoken and half-gurgled. He dropped the knife and tried to hand her to me, but he lacked the strength. Let's just get you patched up, okay, I said quickly, knowing it was futile. He shook his head. Now he was bleeding from his nostrils. Overhead, an opportunistic crow announced the man's imminent death to its murder mates. Please save her, she's... He sucked in a deep breath, and his whole body went rigid from the waves of pain hitting all at once. There was no escaping it. So I took the bundle, with all the grace of a man fondling his worst enemy's testicles. I pulled back one corner of the blood-spattered blanket, revealing tiny pink feet. Then I reversed the bundle, opened the end, and saw the baby's small, rubbery features. The man slapped another bundle into my hand. This one was smaller— with the distinctive metallic sound of coins. Then he gestured me close. Her name is Isidore. Will you save her? I will, I said. What else could I say? Take this, he said, and fumbled in the bloody folds of his clothes. It proves who she... He produced a small glass ball that glowed icy blue from inside. I'd never seen anything like it, or at that point in my life, anything I would accept as real, genuine magic. Because I was so startled, I didn't reach for it, and then the man's whole body spasmed with pain. The ball fell from his hand to the forest floor, where it burst like a soap bubble and turned into a fine grayish powder that disappeared into the ground. Fuck! the man hissed between his teeth, blood spraying forth. Don't worry, I said quickly. Your daughter will be safe. Not my... not mine. She belongs to... Then he died. 
I sat there beside him for a long time holding the tiny girl who seemed quite content for the moment. She had wispy blonde hair, big blue eyes, and fat cheeks. When I tickled her under her chin, she laughed. But I knew she'd need something to eat soon, and I was no wet nurse. How had her guardian managed? I checked and found a small ale-skin bag on his belt, and when I sniffed it had the distinctive odor of milk. I hated to leave him to the mercy of the forest scavengers, but I was sure he'd understand. The living took precedence over the dead, and the flies were already thick in the air. There's a good girl, Isidore. Let's go get my horse, and then find you a home. She cooed. And damn it, I fell in love a little. She suckled eagerly at the ale-skin, which had a makeshift nipple affixed to the cap. Her little hands pushed on the sides, which told me she was used to being fed this way. There wasn't much left, though, and I didn't know how long I had before it went sour.